Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I don't think Michael's ever done drugs. It's Mike Shope. I don't know if anyone's ever offered him any. Let's go over some of the symptoms of marijuana use, shall we? You tell me who this sounds like. It's the Bulldog. Slow moving. Inattentive. Dull, constantly snacking, shows a lack of motivation. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog on WGR Sports Radio 550. Well, I guess I have felt this way many times, but a certain moment on our show last week uh, did not get very much publicity, which I think is just sort of a misread. Uh, we didn't mention it, so maybe that contributes to why it did not get much publicity. It was not it was not actually broadcast, but <laughs> Bulldog spent last week, he came in every day last week and did something, really one of the most incredible things you can you can do here at, at the station, that's turn the channel, the TV. <laughs> uh, the first day he tried to do it, you know, I had to tell him, look, you, you rushed it, you have to sort of wait for a couple things to pop, and then you can turn... And the next day, just nailed it. It was so fast. I looked up. The TV was on. Like, did you already just do this? Yeah. And boom. I mean, in a flash. What a highlight. It really, really was something. I yesterday, can't it didn't. I was going to blog about it, actually. Yesterday, it took uh, like an hour. Today, we're still... It's a work in progress where you're not able to ch- change the channel. Uh, Trista Crick with us. Always a delight. Trista with us. And I have to... Even though she's been on with us for seven years... Have to go get the read because I have not memorized it. Uh, yes. It's a, of, it's a lot of words. It's the host of BetMGM tonight, Trista Crick. Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. And be sure to check out the BetMGM podcast. For more of Trista's analysis, just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. Hi. Hi. You all the way back? You all you all good now after your uh, after your illness last weekend? I I would love to say yes, but I mean I'm off the IL. I I even had my boss tell me, "Have you've been activated uh, off the IL? You have to be to work. We'll see you there. Do not call in anymore until the end of Super Bowl, where I take a vacation." So yeah, I mean I'm back. Am I back back? Am I back like the seats on a Cadillac? No, I am not back. I had a migraine earlier today. I've been slow moving. I did take a walk, a nice long two-and-a-half, three-mile walk with the pup. But am I feeling like a real human being that can, like, work out and sweat? No, no, not no chance. Well, I'm, you, sorry to hear, I'm sorry to hear that. You mentioned the migraine. I'm going to have to cross off this Taylor Swift question. I don't want to make it worse <laughs> by asking oh, you about the swift situation 
Trista, Trista, well, you know, you've been a critic of their relationship. Um, I guess I'm just going to ask you. I might even say a cynic. You might even say a cynic. A critic and a cynic. Do you, like, what kind of time do you have for all the money? Because this has kind of been your thing. Like, there's so much money to be gained by the NFL having her presence at these games. Like, you, you take that to its logical progression. You're like, of course the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, how could they not be? It's a conspiracy theorist, which I'm actually not. You would say that you would find the exact referee that could make it so and put them in Baltimore, which... They did. That's, you know, pretty much the case. They did that. <laughs> um, you would you would have Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. No other chief. Travis Kelsey rile up one of the most likable humans and start a controversy in Justin Tucker, throwing and kicking his helmet and say, get the F away from us prior to the game, having a kerfuffle or a scuffle game, which then bled into the real game, which he probably said something to Kyle Van Noy, which led Kyle Van Noy to put his helmet right into, again, Travis Kelsey in the center of these controversies. So am I feeling like everything was a clean, simple, fair way to get the Chiefs the worst Super Bowl winner and contender. I mean, they're going to win the Super Bowl, too. Like, let's be honest, that's happening. I don't care that they're a two-point dog. They're winning. They're probably going to win by seven. So there could be the, they could be one of the worst back-to-back Super Bowl winners we've ever seen in terms of how the team is comprised. And who wins? Taylor Swift wins. Travis Kelsey, of course, no doubt wins. Patrick Mahomes wins. And the NFL, Roger Goodell wins. No way she slips into the halftime uh, stuff. She says she won't, but would we be surprised if she did? I don't know. I would ask you. I would ask you. No, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if there's more shenanigans. Also, I started to believe that maybe it was a real thing. And then the Andy Reid-Taylor Swift point at one another. And then, because I've gone slow motion on this, uh, back and forth and back and forth, like uh, I think it was Master P that sang slow motion for me. So I, I looked at it, the kiss, the like awkward hug. Maybe she didn't know the kiss was coming, but there was a little like hesitancy, a little, and then a lean in. Yeah. So he he, he kind of kissed her on the nose. He kind of kissed her on the nose, it seemed. Yeah. Just... It, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you start to think to yourself, mm, I'm not 100% in on this being real. Have, Again. They haven't mastered the act. It well, seems you're, yet. You're just gonna, you are gonna ride this until this horse collapses <laughs> underneath you. That, that's, and, I, and I, look, I say Wait, that with I, admiration. I said, even if there was a swelthy baby on the way, I mean, come on, there has been relationships <laughs> for yeah, exactly. There's been relationships built for the spotlight, and you know, manufactured. Listen, you look at Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes, and we now know that wasn't real. That was for who knows what. Now, there was Going document back. signed, Scientology, and oh, who knows, right? You've seen the boys. I'm sure inevitably you guys have seen the boys and what those things look like. This, is, this, is, this feels concocted. Mm-hmm. You can't just let these young lovers be, Trista. You've got, got to be skeptical. But let them live their lives. Not that young. Even Travis Kelsey's dad is like, yeah, my Ed. son will have to sign a prenup. Ed. 
to be with Taylor Swift. That's where we're at. Trista, how mad are you at Baltimore? Oh, I mean. You so, know, right? You know, just so, like how they played the the pick, especially bad. Um, not running the ball. It's, I guess that's the first how, how they played. Just could have spared if, us. If you, if you are Lamar Jackson today, you're thinking to yourself, could I be put in a worse scenario for my legacy? Because now I am scapegoated again. I didn't have the receivers that I should have, and we knew that. Mark Andrews coming back is nice, but what are we really doing? We have Isaiah Likely balling out, and I know Mark Andrews is good, but like he's not all the way back. He probably shouldn't even be playing. And and you need two tight ends, and you don't even use them both on the field at the same time. So you don't run the heavy stuff, what you which you probably should have done against Kansas City. You run the ball with Gus Edwards three times. How many times did you run last week? I think it was in the 40s, 43 times, I want to say. So 40 less times than you ran the ball last week when you beat the hell out of the Texans, which started out dicey in its own right. You're dropping Lamar back 83% of the time, 81% of the time. This is not what you're supposed to do in order to put your quarterback in a situation to succeed at all. You've got Nelson Aguilar, whose reputation is, we know what it is, dropping the ball. That's his, what he's known for, most known for. OBJ was on a milk carton pretty much the entire game. I don't know where he's been for largely all of the season. Rookie doing rookie things. I don't know why you don't protect Lamar. If you're Todd Munkin, and I like Todd Munkin, and I like him being hired, but you should probably coach more like Greg Roman against the Kansas City Chiefs oh. or third against the run. Ouch. You watched the Buffalo Bills the week before. What did Josh Allen do? A lot of quarterback design runs, a lot of scrambling, a lot of just giving the ball uh, to James Cook, which largely was pretty successful. So yeah. let's just not do that. Let's just do the opposite. Yeah, I really wonder, because of their reputation, really Roman's reputation, those offenses, Monken coming in and being heralded as like, oh, this is going to unlock everything, if in the biggest spot of the year, if they didn't sort of just – if he didn't just get himself too far into his bag to do what was called for, which was, you know, run the ball. Keep it simple, stupid. Make it – easy for Lamar Jackson to be the MVP that we know that he can be. Like, Lamar should have run – his number for rushing attempts was 11 and a half, and I thought he would run 17 times. I got 16, 17 times. He ran nine times. That's mm-hmm. just unacceptable. We can't have that. And on top of that, I think, in general, Harbaugh should be talking to his group, even at halftime, most specifically – after Kyle Van Noy puts his helmet directly on Travis Kelsey's helmet, when probably the Chiefs would have just been looking to get into halftime and not try to push the ball down the field. But then you give them the penalty after, you know, and even with the holding holding calls, and, and they go and, and kick that field goal. Everything changes with that game if they don't score that three. They didn't, they didn't score a single point in the second half. Right. I was worried on the second play because Jackson looked to slide almost as soon as he crossed the line of scrimmage. Like, you know, the the point you made about Allen, like this needed to be that game. How do they not know that? And even he himself, like it's not all coaching other people's fault. Like it sometimes it's out depending on which side you're on. It sounds like the other, right? Like people make excuses for Jackson, but also, you know, there are some good points. Uh, But I just, 
you're right, and and I think we should probably, if we want to see Lamar Jackson play free and be himself, we should probably stop telling the world as media people that Lamar Jackson stinks in the limelight and build the pressure up to that moment for the next time that he ends up being in the playoffs. I think Lamar should be Lamar, and the noise around what Lamar can and cannot do is clearly getting to him. And, yes, that's on Lamar, but I am – I am one of the leaders of the Lamar Jackson fan club, as are you, Shope. You yeah. told me you wanted him at one point to be the quarterback of the Bills. We both did. And, and that, <laughs> yeah, and so I totally get that. And I'm still I'm still on the front of the bus uh, uh, running yeah. for well, Lamar Jackson. Well, it's certainly not going anywhere. I mean, did you? there's a chart I saw making the rounds today. Like the, the four years they've been in the playoffs with Lamar, the playoff games have been their worst offensive games of the year. Each year, year over year, it just has not happened. So you know, at some point he's excellent. Like they'll probably figure that out, but they've had a stinker of a game in the playoffs every year they've been in. One of which was here right. in 2020, and uh, you do you do play better competition, but yeah, it doesn't. That's not a great look. With Tristan, if Crick, you're a Bills fan, yep. really quickly. Sorry, I know you yep. have to do a rejoin. Cool. Uh, if you're a Bills fan, you've got to be saying to yourself, man there's a chance Lamar Jackson put up a stinker against us if we went to Baltimore and we could be going to Las Vegas busting tables open. No doubt. Trista, I like San Francisco, and a lot of my sort of instincts when it comes to betting, which are probably, well, almost definitely not on the same level as yours, just like sort of what the line feels like. And this has just been a couple of weeks of stop making the Chiefs underdogs. And so they get to the Super Bowl against a team that has eked out playoff wins. They should have lost to Green Bay, and they easily could have lost to Detroit. You might say should have as well. And they're favored. It makes me want to bet the Niners. It makes me want to bet the Chiefs. <laughs> like that, that line tells me that Vegas is just not correct. I think, I think the, the Chiefs will close as as one-and-a-half-point favorites. I think that they will close the favorites. I know the line's been moving around. So I think the Chiefs started as a three-point underdog. It went immediately to one. It's now back up to two. But I think as we get closer and closer, you know, the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that casual bettors don't bet until, you know, largely a couple days before the game, if not a couple of hours before the game. So the people who are betting right now are people who do it for a living, people who talk about it for a living and people who, you know, bet on the Super Bowl religiously anyway. And they know that these, these, the early value is on these props and uh, as these lines are, are early on. What does that say about you? Like, are you already in then? I mean, if you think the line's going to move like that, you, you could end up playing both sides. You could. Yeah. I took chief says two point dogs. I took, like I said, I took an alternate number. I took, you can actually get it right now for probably a little bit better than I got it. So you can get Chiefs plus seven. I mean, Chiefs minus seven, excuse me, at plus 320, which I really like. Because I don't think it's going to be – I think the Chiefs could end up the Niners out, honestly. And I like the Chiefs' first half as well. You saw what happened against the, the uh, Detroit last week. I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Chiefs uh, end up up three, up seven – at halftime. What about props? Is it too soon next week? 
props? Not, I don't think it's too soon because these numbers are going to move and move and move. So if you like overs on anyone, Isaiah Pacheco, for example, Christian McCaffrey, both of these teams really stink against the run. I know the Niners reputationally them against the run, but we've got now two weeks of data in the playoffs where running backs are going crazy yep. yards per carry, yep. and we've got elite running backs on the other side who are they're gonna, the team's going to look to run the ball, right? So Christian McCaffrey's going to go wild, so that number's going to go up and up and up. I bet seven yards it'll go up from what its opening, yard, uh, opening number to what it ends up closing at, so you could get both sides of that. Same thing with Pacheco. I like Pacheco a lot. Travis Kelsey, there's no number that I would shy away from. No reception number, no yardage number. Do you and probably you got to get the anytime touchdown number now as well because that the juice will continue. You know the value will continue to diminish over time. So the ones that you like, I would bet right now. Start getting into the lab on this matchup uh, and start betting those. And then maybe you want to look at this closer to Saturday or Sunday of the week of the game and start playing some unders. But that's. You know, that's real sharp type stuff. Maybe you just want to take overs now. Okay. Is it all Super Bowl for you and, you know, NBA? Or are we doing NBA. like – Okay. We're, we're not doing next year yet? Super futures? <laughs> oh, I can't – I cannot be asked to put my money and sit sit for months and months and months. I have one futures ticket, and it's a division winner's ticket for the Magic and the Kings. That looks like it's probably – both of those teams are kind of, you know, waffling around. Probably Miami wins the division. Probably the Clippers win the division. So I'm, that's probably a loss. But I hate, I don't know about you guys, but I hate locking up my money for, oh, I also have UConn to win it all at 11-1. to 1. That's that's a bet I feel good about. Okay. Yeah, that's the one problem with it, with futures. I like making, we did it with uh, the Diamondbacks last year, and it killed. <laughs> like, just betting a season rather than betting like every day. I, like, I don't have the the energy for that, but you don't. And I'm not somebody who advocates betting offshore, as we call it. But if you bet offshore, they don't take your money. They only take it. When... Oh, so is that, is that like right? Futures, that's, yeah. If you like futures, that's the place to do that. Oh, I didn't know that. What do they just, they bill you <laughs> if you lose? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow. they come with a baseball bat and they tell you to yeah. pay up. <laughs> You're like offshore and baseball bat go together. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Old school. Offshore right. is just a pretty name for bookie, let's be honest. Yes. All right. Um, anything else, Trista? Uh, I, yeah, I have a play in the NBA that I feel good about. Go. Uh, take Atlanta, minus six. Atlanta is the worst team against the Lakers. Atlanta Hawks, worst team against the spread in the NBA. They're 11-35, and 35, so why do I like them? Well, AD is out for one. LeBron is questionable, but the Lakers just played last night. They're one and six against the spread, back to back. Atlanta is four and one against the spread with a rest advantage. You've got Trey Young at the crib, trying to do his best to embarrass LA. So I like Atlanta counter to what the trends say. Well, again, feel better, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Yeah, let's hope next Tuesday I am. Um, as chipper uh, as a daisy. <laughs> I don't you know. better be, right? You're going to be I out there and making the rounds, right? Is that your, that, that's your yeah, deal I mean, next week, doesn't right? It, doesn't it sound like I probably in Vegas won't be like fresh as a daisy? Probably I'll be a little haggard, but that's okay. For you guys, you'll get me at my best. Oh, I'm just having flashbacks. Vegas and that taco place, and you're going to hike out there. You're not just a cr- crash at the table for three days. 
gal. You know, you're going to be outdoors. You don't have to do the strip. I learned that from you. It's true. I do want to play uh, Shadow Creek. I'm going to try to make that happen, which you can only play if you're staying at an MGM property, which we are. We're also, if you guys, anybody listening is going to be in Vegas, maybe you bought a hotel erroneously thinking that the bills would be in. We're going to be at Mandalay Bay doing our show live Love it. from the poker room. So come by every night from 4 to 8 Pacific time. Love it. 7 to 11 I, Eastern. I, I love, I love, I've only done this one time with my wife, but Vegas. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. As a, as a destination to take trip, like we went to Zion and 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 what like oh, Utah, yeah, like it, it was great. And you know, you still can get your little taste of the action, you know, nightlife. We saw Tom Jones, whatever. You know, oh, that. but like get out of there and go like out into oh, man, it, it's it's beautiful. Well, superstar Tom Jones. Yes, well, oh. superstar. Jealous, jealous, jealous. I have a Mandalay Bay story that my friend to this day, it's been probably 25 years, still makes fun of me for. And he's right to. He's right to. Sat down at a blackjack table. I remember the Raiders were playing the Seahawks. I could see into the sports book from where I was sitting at this table. Jerry Rice might have been on the Raiders. And so whatever year that was. And I I sit down at a blackjack table, $10 minimum. And I won 10 hands in a row to start. I won 100 bucks. That's the end of the story. That's the end of the story. I never up my bet. My bet. <laughs> He's like, "How do you win hand after hand after hand and only walk and out not and win the absolute minimum? <laughs> How do you do that?" I said, "Well, I didn't know I was going to win. Right? It's easy in <laughs> hindsight. It's <laughs> not your money." What you were was one, not greedy, but two, the fear of that the next hand you would lose, and then you would actually be down even though you had won more than you had lost, like quantity wise. Yep. That's something that. I- I have never played blackjack the same way since. Like I would never do that again. I'm still haunt. I'm haunted by it, Trista. Literally, you can tell. I'm carrying that story around. I remember who's on the screen in the next room as I'm as this is happening. Uh, Mandalay Bay. It's trauma, even in a win. That tells me right. a lot about you. Right, right, right. Always a win. That's wow. right. Not a lot of those. 
I don't know. I have to analyze that. Or you can. Thank you, Trista. Have a nice trip out there. Thanks, guys. The host of BetMGM tonight, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Trista Crick. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today. San Francisco minus two at the moment on the BetMGM app. Sal Capaccio next. We'll analyze the Bills announcement. Bobby Babich, the new defensive coordinator. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here. This is WGR. It's Sal Capaccio. I make a special Capaccio for you, right? Oh, now that sounds really good. Oh, you lie? Hey, get away. Get away from my wife with that. What's the matter, Carpaccio, no good? What? What do you do now? They don't like a Carpaccio. They like Carpaccio. On WGR. I make a Capaccio for you. Sports Radio 550. All right, it's interesting to think, for me anyway, to think about our conversation yesterday with Sal when Bulldog brought out sort of a a theory like would the Bills or could the Bills promote Bobby Babbage to defensive coordinator, maybe to protect him uh, from other teams or just what. And today we have the announcement that he will be defensive coordinator. As Zach just went over in sports, whether he calls plays remains to be seen. We bring on Sal Capaccio. And Sal, maybe you could confirm that, just like um, whether it's not known and just when in, in the course of time here, might, if ever, we expect McDermott to sort of talk about, reveal what he would like to do in terms of the play calling? I've attempted to find out. Really, no one has that answer right now, um, at least that they're willing to reveal or share or whatever. But uh, so we probably wouldn't know that until around the combine, unless there's a report that comes out before that. But generally, that's a time where things like this might get, you know, kind of revealed. We'll see. And guys, honestly, like I was thinking about it, maybe Sean McDermott doesn't quite know yet. Maybe. And what I mean by that is not that, well, we don't know, but remember last year, I thought it was interesting that McDermott said, you know, his plan was to call the defense, but he even said in camp, hey, like if I'm not, if this isn't going well, I'll I'll hand it off to somebody. Well, maybe that's happening. Maybe it's one way or the, maybe it's, hey, we're not planning on it, but it, it could very well happen. I don't know that. Because we don't know yet what the exact plan is, but we do know that he has the title of defensive coordinator, Bobby Babich, that is. And this is a guy who's been with, like, lay out his career in Buffalo, right? He comes here with McDermott, so he's been, like, he's an OG on this staff with with Sean McDermott. And Mm -hmm. his pathway to this, like, every position he's touched has been kind of, he's, he's had kind of a magic touch, right? Yeah, for sure. So he came to the Bills in 2017 under Sean McDermott with his dad, Bob Babich. Now, people may know the name Bob Babich and know that he was a, a coach for the Bills, um, but I don't know if people know that Bob Babich was very highly regarded throughout his coaching tenure. This is Bobby's dad, obviously. Bob Babich was the defensive coordinator for the Bears when they actually went to the Super Bowl one year. Uh, they had Devin Hester and those guys, but Brian Urlacher. And the reason I, I brought up Hester because he had the return. That might have been... Why I brought him opening kickoff, right? Bob Babich is, yeah, that's right. Bob Babich is uh, senior. He actually presented Brian Urlacher for induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's how respected he was by Brian Urlacher to have been chosen for that. So this is a very deep rooted coaching family. And Bobby Babich started coaching at a young age. He was a grad assistant back in 2006. Now you think about that, right? He's only 40 years old, and he's been pretty much a lifer in football and even in the NFL. He goes to the Carolina Panthers in 2011 
And there's the connection there, you know, later on with McDermott. He stays there for a couple of years, goes to the Browns. He's there. I think his dad was also there uh, for a little while. If you guys remember, when the Bills signed Jordan Poyer, they talked about how he had been with the Cleveland Browns. There was some familiarity with a couple of guys on staff. They knew who Poyer was and thought that, you know, they really could bring him in. He could do some things for the Bills. So Babbage then goes to back to the college game. He's at Florida International for a year. And then he comes on board with the Bills when Sean McDermott gets hired. He's an assistant DB's coach. He gets moved to the full-time safeties coach. In his time as a safeties coach, one year they had two All-Pros in the entire roster. Those two All-Pros were this guy's position, right? That's Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. His dad, who's a linebacker's coach, retires. Bobby gets that job. And I actually was looking up this today. I remember Bill's fans, people on social and other places, complaining about nepotism when he was hired as the linebacker's coach. And I'm like, well, he's a good coach. I mean, he does have the same name as his dad, but he's put his time in. And he's been here for a while. And he gets the job there. The first year under him, Matt Milano becomes an All-Pro. The next year under him, Tremaine Edmonds has his best season. He gets paid in free agency. This year, Terrell Bernard has the season that we all know he had. So, yeah, I agree. I think he's at what he's touched as a position coach has really worked out. And I think he deserves, you know, this opportunity somewhere. And obviously in Buffalo, yeah. keeping him in the building is is really nice. Yeah, so he's either an excellent teacher and communicator or just one of the luckiest coaches who's ever lived. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that um, – and you know, like Terrell Dodson um, put a post out today just, like, saying how much he's, – he said he's the best coach I've ever had, totally deserves this. Like, I couldn't tell you how much he's taught me. And those things matter, and I think you know they matter to a guy like Sean McDermott who wants teachers on his staff, right? That's very important, the communication skills that he brings. And it is funny that you say, you guys, to start this, how you know he's been, what you say, Mike, an OG coach with the Bills, right, with McDermott? I, I did, yeah, right. How much have we heard about, how much have we heard about over the last couple of years of coaches exiting this staff? Well, they must have a problem with Sean McDermott, and oh my God, there's a lateral move here, a guy left there. I mean... Coaching attrition happens in every organization. And I always like to point out there are quite a few guys who've been here for like six, seven years now, six, five years. You know, Sean McDermott didn't have everybody he wanted his first year. He has Dennison as his offensive coordinator. He has Danny Crossman as his special teams guy. A couple of guys had to be changed out because you're, you're getting your first job. But, I mean, really since 2018, 2019, there's been a lot of guys, including Babbage, including his dad who was here and retired, including Kelly Skipper. Um, you know, we brought Eric Washington in a few years ago. Like, there's a lot of guys on this staff who've actually been here for quite a while. Rob, Rob Boris has been here since the beginning. He's the tight ends coach. So I, I just I never bought into the, oh, well, all these people love to leave McDermott. I mean, what about all the people that have stayed for this long? Rob Boris, by the way, as well, was on that. Bear staff you mentioned uh, a while ago. Yeah, that's with right. Bob Babbage Sr., Ron Rivera uh, as well, under Lovey Smith. Sal Capaccio on the Wester Hotline. You know, and for me, like, I don't have a list of questions about style or anything like that. That'll all just sort of come out as we get to know this guy better, hear him talk. One thing, though, that I think is unavoidable is they'll have some really different personnel. Like, the Bills can go mm-hmm. in a few different ways with. You know, safety, of course, uh, the defensive line mo- most prominently, probably. So that'll be interesting to watch here with the limitations that exist in terms of the salary cap, uh, just what kind of player movement we see. Yeah, for sure. Look, I, I do think the safeties will be different. We we heard Brandon Bean talk about getting younger at some positions. I think that's a 
clear indicator that you know safety would be the top of that list where they have a couple of guys in their you know mid 30s basically with Poyer, Micah Hyde, and Micah Hyde's contract is up. They can save some money moving on from Poyer. We'll see how all that goes. So that's probably right. Taylor Rapp is also, by the way, a free agent. So is Cam Lewis. Cam Lewis. You can get right. guys back. I, I would say at defensive tackle, I want to see how this plays out, defensive line even, because yes, I do think on the ends, I don't know, it would probably cost a lot to get Leonard Floyd back. Let's see. He had a really nice year. He might get paid somewhere for another one year deal. Even AJ Epinesa, right? I mean, those two guys probably a little tougher to keep. But I look at guys like Shaq Lawson. Tim Settle, Linval Joseph, even Daquan Jones. I don't think it takes a ton to retain guys like that. Even Daquan, with the nice season he had, he's coming off the injury. I don't think you have to go out and over, you know, really overpay for these guys. Shaq Lawson's a great example. He's a nice player. He fits in, and yet he's been a free agent each of the last few years, and you bring him back late for a one-year deal. That's what you do with a lot of these guys. So whether it's a Shaq, uh, Jordan Phillips, who even talked about maybe retiring, but we'll see. Shaq, Jordan Phillips, Tim Settle. If you don't re-sign them... You're probably just resigning guys just like them anyway, to be quite honest with you. So I don't know how much turnover there really will be there, although right now it appears as though they're pretty depleted. You can probably get several of those guys back. Yeah, the the edge is the big one there, right? Right. And pass rush specifically. Lawson... Lawson serves a purpose. He fits a role, but you're not you're not expecting you know lots of hurries and lots of pressures probably from him. That's more Epinesa and Rousseau and Von Miller, and boy, like Epinesa is the youngest of that bunch, and I mean that, those could be big shoes to fill. Like at least even in the rotation that they, they like to use, a lot hinges on what they would expect Miller to be able to give them. Yeah, like Floyd was a godsend I agree with that. this year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, you know, it'd be nice to get Leonard Floyd back. I don't know what kind of money he's going to command after the year he had. And, you know, he was so late in the market last year. He just didn't sign anywhere, right? So, and he had a really nice year before that. So, it's kind of funny. The guy, like, one of the top, you know, sacks in the league over the last few years. It's pretty amazing that, you know, it waited that long last year and they finally got him. So, I agree. And A.J. Epines is a tough one. I think that's an up-and-coming type of player. You probably look – some team out there will probably – want to pay him a little more and that'll be really you know tough for the bills to keep so you might have to move on there um and then you go back to you know mike how you said that the style will be different the style might not be different the personnel will i agree like this is going to be sean mcdermott's defense right we know that it's going to be his philosophy and i think a lot will determine be determined by who does call the plays but i can't imagine some real big change in philosophy from this year now i do think they had a bit of a change last year where they were a little more aggressive and they were a little bit more attacking and, you know, in the secondary especially. Um, so, but I don't think that part of it is going to change from Sean McDermott to Bobby Babbage, regardless of who's calling plays. Curious for your opinion on what Ben Johnson did. The Detroit offensive coordinator not taking the job in Washington. Apparently this is two years in a row where he could have become a head coach and chose not to. Uh, this leaves Washington perhaps in a precarious situation where they maybe have to well, they have to do something else. Um, how about this move by Johnson or non-move? Where was he going to be hired last year? Do you remember? I don't remember. I that. don't. I just know that it's been said that he could have been okay. head coach last year, too. I can find out. Yeah, maybe maybe he went through that process last year and kind of this was his year for it. I Look, you never know the reasons why people decide against something like that or for something like that, right? I mean, remember when... Matt Rule was going to get the job with the Jets, and they wanted him. But Matt Rule, but they wouldn't let him hire his own staff, and they had to keep a bunch of guys. He's like, I'm not doing it, and I kind of respect that, right? Like, hey, if you're going to hire me, I got to pick the people I got to work with at, at the coaches. So you never know. What I would say is this, though, it really reminds me 
in a lot of ways of I, I'd have to say be careful. Ben Johnson wants to be a head coach. It doesn't it doesn't guarantee him anything next year. This reminds me maybe of Lou Anarumo. Lou Anarumo was the hot guy last year. He was the guy. Like he's gonna get a head coaching job. We hear nothing about him anymore. Like there was nothing about him getting a head coaching yeah. job. And that defense wasn't as good. So there is no guarantee the Lions are next year going to have the same kind of season they had this year, and suddenly Ben Johnson's name is going to be the hot candidate. So, hey, I mean, it's his decision, whatever, and for whatever reason he made it. Now, there were reports that he priced himself out, and that's just a shame. What are you doing? If you want a head coaching job, do you have to your, your first-time head coaching job, that's on the agent, that's on him. But I just would be very careful. If you really want one, it does not guarantee anything. I think, you know, Lou Anarumo, it's kind of funny to me that there was nothing about him this year. Yeah, right. If you were Washington, would you rather have who might be the best available offensive assistant on the market? Bobby Slowick could be that guy. He's interviewed for jobs. Or Mike Vrabel. They have the number two pick. It's a interesting debate that people have in, in the NFL, whether it's necessary. And we know there are examples, including the Bills, where a defensive coach has won a lot of games. But, um, you know, Vrabel, proven coach of the year winner defense, mm-hmm. though. So Slowick said he was going back to Houston. Now is he back in the mix? Do we think has that been reported? I haven't seen that. I is don't know that Washington either, but you know he might be. I, if sure, sure. I mean, is Belichick even back in the mix? I don't know. Like, is that a guy that they could pivot to? I thought about that. To answer your question, I think I'd rather have a young, offensive-minded coach like Bobby Slowick. Uh, as much as I respect Mike Vrabel and what he's done. I think that that would kind of represent kind of the same kind of program you've had in Washington. Washington needs something fresh. They have new owners with a lot of money. They're going to spend. They have the number two pick. They're going to probably get Drake May as their new quarterback. They have some parts there. I'd I'd pair him up with a young up-and-coming. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Coming coach. I think that's the kind of, you know, freshness and vibe that they need. Me too. And it might be tough to put a staff together at this point if you're, especially if you're looking for an offensive coordinator, you know. We've seen the Bills move on Brady and now Babbage pretty quickly. Teams doing that, uh, filling their spots. I really wonder what Seattle's up to, right? I mean, Washington all along, I think it was presumed they're not interested in Belichick. They're, They're circling around this Ben Johnson. And now that he's, you know, decided not to do it, I I understand why they're in a holding pattern. Seattle, I mean, I don't know what what, – they they fired Pete Carroll the same day we learned about Belichick, right? Or right around the same time. Maybe it was the same day as Vrabel. Earlier. Um, But, yeah, so it's been a while, and I wonder what what the holdup there is. So now I think Mike McDonald might be in a nice Mm -hmm. position here. I think that Seattle and Washington are interested in Mike McDonald, the uh, defensive coordinator for the Ravens. So maybe he can – 
kind of you know play both of them and see where that goes. And yep. what happened to Dan Quinn in Seattle? Did that just fall off the earth? I mean, I don't know. That was supposed to be like the the early thing. Maybe they pivot right. back to Dan Quinn. I'm not really sure, but I think Mike McDonald's in a nice position now. I heard that they were big French vanilla. Uh, Quinn, French vanilla, like favorite food, favorite dessert kind of thing. And they just crossed him off the board after hearing that. Just disqualified. <laughs> you think something so harmless is going to mean nothing, but then can really change your life. Okay. And then, and by the way, on that note, Josina Anderson, I'm just reading. She, I was just on looking the up Dan Quinn when I said that. <laughs> yeah, on the French vanilla note. She reported uh, that Dan Quinn completed his follow-up interview with the Washington Commanders. So, obviously, he is a candidate there which i don't understand i mean i think that i don't think he did anything special with that defense he had a couple nice players who had nice years i mean but i i I don't know it it doesn't doesn't i i do have to go back to lou amaruno to be honest with you total collapse in the playoff game shocking loss thank you sal all right guys all right that's our sal capaccio on the western hotline his appearances are brought to you by new york's only outlet liquor when you need to stock up it's the place to buy a case what's your outlet Ross Tucker on the championship games and also probably some coaching developments here coming up just after five. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. Ross Tucker coming up in about 10 minutes. First, though, it's contest time. Be caller five at 716-221-4WGR. That's 4947 to win a pair of tickets to see comedian Nate Bargatze at KeyBank Center Sunday, June 16th. Tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. Tickets courtesy of KeyBank Center. I would guess that that's Father's Day. What a way to celebrate. All right. Yeah. Going out to see some comedy. I think you'll miss the final round of the U.S. Open. Listen, we got to stop because those are good. Those are cool other things going on, but this yeah. is where you need yeah. to be. This You have to be at this show. Yeah. Tape the U.S. Open, for crying out loud. It's super long, anyway. You, you'll, you'll get it. You'll You'll watch it. I watched something that I really enjoyed last night. In fact, my wife did too. Uh, we had looked forward to it. <laughs> this could set up for a punchline. And then like about halfway through, she's like, I don't think I'm going to make it to the end too late. Oh, oh, boy. But it got sort of, it kept going and we were into it. I'm like, you got to stay to the end. I, I'm not, you go to bed, I'm watching the end without you. I can't turn it mm-hmm. off right now. And that is the Netflix documentary on the making of We Are the World. Okay, I've heard about this. Yeah, really good. All right. A a music nut like you. I mean, you're just going to be in tears at times during this. I'll have to to get there. I I thought that was going to be a setup for you finally decided to watch Killers of the Flower Moon. Because mm. uh, that that's out there. That's that's on that's on Apple TV. We have that, and I just have not been able to find a night where I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to watch a three hour and thirty five minute movie. <laughs> Let's do yeah. it. Like, I just it's not going to happen. I mean, it's, 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 even at home, I mean, that is a commitment. Literally Saturday, we had we ended up just, t- you know, just driving around. It was you know not nice out, but it was you know nice enough that you could you know get out and drive around the southern tier a little bit. So we just took a ride in the country, and you know made a couple stops and had a nice day. The other alternative that I I thought I didn't even say it out loud, but we were like 11 a.m. sitting in the house trying to decide what to do, and I I had a thought like. Gonna just order takeout and watch this movie. Like it'll be this the whole day, but uh, we still haven't done it. I'm really do. I'm eager to see it, but obviously not that not eager enough 
because I haven't Not blocked out four hours of my life to do it. And I don't have Apple. That's the one I. Or it's one that I don't have. Could have been like Real Housewives of Salt Lake. <laughs> A lot of easy punchlines there, but no the. The name of it is not We Are the World, but you'll find it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Lionel Richie kind of is the main, almost like the narrator of the story. It's just how they got everybody there together. Never knew the story of how that happened and how it took them all night. Like, it went into the morning. One guy left, Waylon Jennings. Mm. He couldn't He couldn't hack he, it. He, could, he, he, could, he couldn't be, he couldn't, Waylon ain't going to wait around. Willie Nelson stayed. Waylon Jennings left. Really cool on Netflix. Ross Tucker after sports. This is WGR. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 